I looked the old shaman in his eyes and I thought, how did he become so wise? What is your truth? He asked me. It was the start of a deep inner journey, aligning my businesses, money, my mission, my heart and our products with what truly fulfills me and makes this earth a better place for our children's children simultaneously. How I do it is what I share with you in this podcast. We are creators and this is a deep inner journey. Hello, my name is Jesse van der Velde and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I record this podcast really to give a voice to the Mother Earth, to give a voice to the spirit world that is out there, a world we have gotten ourselves disconnected from in the West. Increasingly in the Western world, we are more and more connected to this Western society that we have built, a society run by politics, by money, and by everything that the eyes can see cars, houses, and materialism. It is a society that is continuously gone disconnected from what truly is, meaning the connection to our hearts, the connection to the plants, to our mother earth, that where we all come from. It is this connection to our mother earth that indigenous tribes around the world have held for us, have continued to live for us. They have kept and protected a very sacred tradition of ancient knowledge and a higher consciousness, a vertical consciousness connected both to our Mother Earth and to the spirit world above us. It is our Western world that lives a very horizontal consciousness. Horizontal meaning connected to other human beings, connected to our televisions, our mobile phones, politics, and the structure of the system we have created. And this world is affecting us very much. It is informing us. And it is informing us in a way that doesn't serve us. Because our society is in a very stressful mode, what we see with the eye and what we believe in our mind activates throughout the day this very ancient survival system inside of us where we feel we have to survive. It triggers this fight or flight mechanism. The society and the system we have created triggers this fight or flight mechanism because we feel we have to survive in an increasingly difficult world. A society that is run by money, that is run and that is triggering fears inside of us of not being good enough, not having enough, not having enough money, not having enough status. We're feeling that we're not seen by others and we're fearful of not being seen. And we also become fearful of being seen because if we are seen, what will they see? And will they see this part of us that we feel is not good enough? This is a very difficult life to live. And the only thing we have to observe 
is our society and the rates of depression and burnout and all the struggles people are really in. It is a society where we continue to chase and chase more and more of everything. And while some people become very successful in living within that system and within that society, and in our Western eye, we are successful when we achieve a certain public status and when we are able to gather a lot of money that gives us a certain status. We also observe that the people who have gotten to that point haven't really found anything there. They haven't found any true happiness. They haven't found a deeper connection. And they really haven't truly found what they thought they were looking for. It is the indigenous tribes that live in a very, very different way, much more connected to each other, to each other's hearts, to their own joy, to the plants. They are very grounded with their feet directly connected to Mother Earth, walking barefoot, living with the elements of nature, living with the sun, living with the moon, living with the wind, the water, the earth, fire. Living very close to nature creates a very different way of being a very different connection inside of ourselves. When I record this podcast, I am looking to give words to what this different consciousness of our Mother Earth and the spirit world can tell us. And whether you believe this to be true, whether you believe my words or not, whether you believe or not this information is being channeled or where this information really comes from, the only thing you truly have to think about and preferably feel into and feel with your heart is what do these words represent to you? What do they give you? What feelings do they create inside of you? Is this information connecting you to yourself in a different way? Is it creating a new type of silence and maybe a new type of strength and a new type of knowledge that you haven't truly felt because you weren't really connected to it. I am a shaman and for our Western mind, it is very difficult to understand that someone coming from the Western world like me, I was born and I grew up in the Netherlands. I grew up in the Western world just like you. It is very hard to understand that how can someone coming from the Western world say that he is a shaman? Don't you need to be initiated? And don't you have to go through all these stages and all these difficulties? And the answer is both yes, but truly is no. For the Kiero shamans, the Peruvian shamans living high up in the Andes, the shamans I was initiated in and I was lucky to learn their knowledge, their ancient wisdom. To them, the world needs more earth keepers. The world needs more medicine men. The world doesn't need more money, more status. Everything that we have created and that we need is truly here. It's always been here, yet we aren't really seeing that. What I've learned from these tribes, from the Kiero shamans or from the Huni Queen tribe, a tribe living in the Amazonian rainforest, 
these different tribes from South America, they all carry the same prophecy. They carry the prophecy that at one point in time, there would be this moment that the Western world would need to understand the importance of the knowledge, the ancient wisdom they have carried for such a long time. Why that information and that knowledge is so important. The Huni Queen have seen that there would be a day when Earth would get sick, when our Mother Earth would get ill, and plants would start to die and animals would start to die. And in that time of age, during that period, the Western world would start to see that these indigenous tribes have carried forward this knowledge, this ancient knowledge for such a long, long time. And how important this knowledge is for Mother Earth to last, for there to be a planet for our children's children. And this time really is now. It is a time of big, big change on Mother Earth, where certain people in the West are reconnecting to this deeper ancient wisdom, this higher form of consciousness that's always been there. We can connect to this consciousness as human beings. And for many of us, this journey starts through the sacred plants of the Earth, through psilocybin, psilocybin mushrooms, through sacred plants like ayahuasca or the San Pedro cactus or any of the other sacred plants that earth has provided to us. It is not a coincidence that many tribes around the world and especially in the Amazonian rainforest all have been working with these medicines for a long, long time. Thousands of years ago, they don't know how long ago, a Paje, a shaman from this tradition would dream on how to use these sacred plants, how to create the ayahuasca medicine. It was information given to us and it was kept sacred. It was protected for a long, long time. And they have kept this tradition. They have protected it. While the Western world was going through a different process, through a different process of learning how to find themselves, how to build a culture, how to build a society, one of peace, one where we would be able to connect to each other and live in a safe way, but also one that was very much run by the ego, the part inside of ourselves that is fearful, fearful to not be seen and to be seen, fearful to be not good enough, and all these different fears we carry inside of ourselves. What I aim to do is connect to both the spirit world and the plant world and to give a voice to that that doesn't have a verbal voice itself, but that actually has a voice and to share this evolution of consciousness that they can provide to us. Because it really, really is time. It is time for a global healing. It is a moment in our history where we learn to see each other's beauty again, to hold each other in harmony, to see each other's wisdom, each other's heart, each other's love, each other's smile, each other's beauty, rather than 
the differences and the difficulties. It is asked of us to see way beyond what the eye can see. And it is asked of us to look beyond the feelings we may get and understand that many of the feelings that we carry as human beings are projections. They are like a mirror someone else is holding up for us. Like, look in the mirror and what do you see? When we feel emotions we don't like, when we feel irritations, struggles, when we feel fear or anger or whatever emotion we may feel, it is for us as human beings an opportunity to heal this emotion. When we are triggered by another human being, we become angry at them, irritated by them. It is for us to understand that it is truly a projection of something that lives inside of ourselves. Because picture a body, picture your own body being pure light, being pure love, being oneness, understanding that we're all equal, we're all brothers and sisters. And then if we see someone do something we don't like, we understand that it is something we don't like. It is something inside of ourselves that's being triggered. And this is a very, very hard thing for us human beings to see because it asks of us to close our own eyes and to go inward. Something that we aren't taught. Something that may even sound strange to us. It sounds fake. It sounds spiritual. It sounds like non-practical, unscientific. Because our mind is run by what are you doing? What are you going to do? What are you going to achieve in your life? And that is all part of the system. And while there is really a place for all of that, there is a place for setting big goals, putting your ladder really up against whatever wall you want to put it up against and walk or climb up that ladder and, and achieve and do. But the question really is, from what place inside of yourself are you positioning that ladder? From what place inside of yourself are you setting that intention? It is like when someone gives you money, there is this simple act of giving money, yet it is the intention that makes all the difference. When you are given money by someone and someone says to you, this is coming from my heart. I just wanted to share. and This is for you. It's really a gift. I love you and I want you to have this. And you can do whatever you want with it. There's no debt. There's no expectations for you to do anything in return. It is a very different intention than if someone gives you that same money and in a later moment you figure out that this person wants something in return. When someone would say, yes, I gave you this money two months ago and now you owe me. You, you got to do this for me. It is the same act. It can be the same amount of money, big or small. Yet it is the intention that makes all the difference. And this is true for 
any example in our own lives. Intention truly makes all the difference. But something we don't do as human beings is take the time to really feel, think and tune into with what intention am I doing the things that I am doing today? With what intention am I setting my goals for the future? Am I looking to win, to dominate, to control, to own something? to have something for myself, to achieve something from this. That would be a very different intention as purely saying, I am doing this from my heart because I would like to serve. And while there is a big chance you have heard this before, that it is about adding value. It is about serving other people. The process we are truly in is to truly feel and connect and understand and question with what intention am I truly, truly doing this. That deep reflection is asked of ourselves. Because if we walk this path from this true inner reflection, this deep inner understanding, from where am I speaking, from what point am I acting? What is my intention? Is it one of love or is it one of hate? Maybe an, a hate, a certain hate towards myself that I haven't observed until now. Then, once we have this awareness, it becomes our task more to heal that pain that is inside of ourselves than to try to overcome it or express it through domination or control or winning or whatever way we are trying to overcome that part inside of us that we're afraid to feel. The question really becomes, what are we afraid to feel? Most of our work, to me, is looking inward. Seeing what was hard for us to see and hard for us to understand. And trying to find and feel our heart. Trying to find and feel our love inside of ourselves. It is every spiritual tradition around the world that shares this same thing. But we gotta bring this understanding down from our minds, from that conscious level to that level of our emotions, our feelings, the energy that is going on, that we're feeling in our bodies. And that is truly and eventually informing us. We cannot run our lives, let alone this society, anymore from that place in our mind that is control and fear driven. Every society around the world in history was eventually self-destructive. 
because it is only those indigenous tribes that are willing to walk that deep inner path who truly find that deep sense of oneness, that deep sense of being, a sense of being where we don't need much else, where we can just be like we are human beings and not human doings. And yes, we may do. Yes, we may drive nice cars. Yes, we may live comfortably in beautiful houses. Yes, we may travel the world. Yes, we may have all the things that we want, including all the money that we want. But from what place inside of ourselves are we trying to gather everything? From what place inside of ourselves are we acting every day? Are we thinking, creating, creating by seeing a vision, seeing a projection, something we want in the future, and then acting? It is thinking, projecting a future, having a dream, having a goal, and then acting upon it. But there is this level deeper than thinking. It is the level of feeling, of understanding, of knowing. Yet that is the path that so few people truly walk. And it is this invitation that I feel is here for me and for you, for our society, to walk that inner path, that deep inner path of becoming, becoming whole, becoming oneness, becoming love, becoming light. Because that is, in the end, that is eventually the wealthiest life to live. It is that true, true inner wealth. And then from that space, what are you looking to do? But it is being first, going inward first, the deep inner journey first. And it doesn't matter whether you've achieved a lot in your life already or you're still struggling or you're financially free but you're still not happy or nothing seems to work for you. It doesn't matter where you are. What matters is can you look inside and can you see that all the current life conditions, the situation you're in, are merely a reflection of that what you've been living inside of you. Can you look inside first? Can you become quiet? Can you become still? Can you find that space of love? That space of understanding? Understanding of oneself first. In these podcasts that I will be recording for you, I will be taking many moments of silence. Many moments of quietness because I will be tuning and I will be feeling and understanding I'll be looking to keep my words soft my podcast short to share wisdom instead of bulk knowledge and bulk ideas to not overwhelm you we don't need more knowledge we need more wisdom and deep inner connection because that is where that wisdom is coming from Inside of ourselves and outside of ourselves. Outside of ourselves 
meaning the connection to everything that is. Every indigenous tribe that I know of, the Native American Indians or the shamans in the Amazonian rainforest or the Quiero shamans high up in the Peruvian mountains that I trained with, they all have a word that recognizes their connection to everything that is. The Native Americans, the Lakota Indians, they say metakio yasin. And metakio yasin means to all my relations. It is their recognition of everything that exists. Not only other human beings, brothers and sisters, but their connection to the plants, to Mother Earth, the stones, the stars, the sun, the moon, the elements, the four directions of the wind. And the Kiero shamans, they call this Aini. Aini meaning their connection to all that is. And in the English language, or in the Dutch language, my native language, we don't have a word that recognizes our connection to everything that is. We need that word. We need more of that recognition. At first for ourselves. So I am asking you, I thank you for listening to this. And I am asking you to feel, to develop this ability to close your eyes and to feel. Because it is also, to quote Warren Buffett, someone with status in our Western world. It is he who said, all of men's problems derive from not being able to sit in a room alone, quiet alone. All of men's problems derive from not being able to sit in a room, quiet alone. This is something the indigenous tribes understand. They go on a vision quest. They send their shaman trainees deep into the Amazonian rainforest to sit with themselves. And the monks also do this. Vipassana, the retreats where they go back into silence for 10 days. All these traditions, they have this tradition of interconnectedness, of silence. And it is asked of us in the Western world to bring that into our lives to go through our own healing, to go through our own spiritual growth, our growth of consciousness, to deeply connect to our hearts. And then from there, what are you guided to do? What do you feel inspired to do from that place? What is that true, pure calling? How you can serve, how you can give your support in this massive transformation Earth is going through, where we dream and where we hold this sacred dream the shamans and the Earth Keepers have been holding for us, this sacred dream of seeing Earth in harmony, seeing Earth in peace, seeing health for everybody, seeing clean water for everybody. So my question to you really is now to look into your intentions to close your eyes to feel and to think about from what intention have I been acting from what deepest intention inside of myself 
Have I been living my lie, or have I been living my life? I thank you for listening, and I hope you will share this podcast. I hope if it touches you in any way, and if you've come all this way listening to the end, I truly, truly hope you will share this message on Facebook, on Twitter, maybe to your email list, to your friends, to one friend, to one person. I am looking to give Mother Earth a voice, the plants a voice. I am looking to give our great spirit a voice. And I am looking to give the unborn a voice, our children's children, those who have yet to come. Because it is our generation that determines if there will be a planet that is livable for them as well. I thank you from my heart and say aho, and I hope to connect with you one time soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.